WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC rock stars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Yes, yes, this is another episode of PPC Rockstars. And uh, we're going to lead off today with a very special guest with a couple of very special topics. And uh, my guest today is none other than my good friend, uh, Ms. Melissa Mackey. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm doing great, David. Melissa is the uh, search supervisor at Gyro. And uh, I can't resist mentioning that she's been a lifelong band geek. So those of you who have been in marching bands out there should should be able to identify with her. <laughs> yes, I'm still a band and, geek. And, and what, what, what instrument do you play? I play the clarinet and the alto saxophone. Wow. Did you ever yeah. play like in a, in a band or, or at school dances or anything? School dances and retirement homes, if you can believe that. Wow. Yeah, well, you, we used you, to play In the Mood for retirees. Wow, <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Great song. It is. Wow. And that's a perfect segue into... Um, we are recording this on Friday, uh, April 11th, and uh, just a few days ago, Google made an announcement um, that seems to have been made in reaction to a leak, and uh, that announcement was that at some point in the near future, uh, they will Google will stop passing the uh, search query with the GCL ID information that's passed from a Google AdWords ad to a website. So um, I, uh, Melissa has kindly offered to discuss that with me. And uh, for those of you who don't know, she's got a great blog called Beyond the Paid. That's paid, not pale. Beyondthepaid.com. And uh, today, April 11th, she published a great summary of uh, the issues that uh, this uh, Google Move bring up, and uh, how advertisers should should uh, react or contend with it. So, um, Melissa, could you give us a kind of a brief overview of what's happened and uh, what what the uh, the PP PPC sphere is saying about it? Sure. Sure. So in a nutshell, what's happened is Google is not going to be passing search query data with the referrer string to analytics. So in layman's terms, what that means is um, the referrer string is part of the URL that tells the your analytics package where 
people came from and a lot more information about them. And prior to now, um, Google for pay-per-click data was passing the actual search query. So the words that people type into the search engine um, along with that referrer string. And they're also passing the keyword that you're bidding on, which um, are not always the same thing. So it's a kind of a misconception out there that the search query and the keyword are the, always the same. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, depending on your match types. Um, so that information was available in Google Analytics for pay-per-click advertisers. It is no longer going to be available. Now, this is just in analytics, so you'll still get your search query reports in AdWords. Um, so we're not losing that, and some people were panicking about that information. But uh, if you're panicked about that, you can stop panicking. That is not the case. However, um, passing that query string to analytics is valuable information because it tells you what people are doing after they get to your website. Right. So analytics uh, matches or, or uh, can combine the search query data with other site behavior data, which uh, is important to advertisers, like time on site, for example. As uh, you pointed out in the article, uh, Brad Geddes of Certified Knowledge uh, did point that out, that uh, um, losing the ability to, to match up search query data with uh, site behavior data is a loss. And uh, according to Brad, uh, a sign of dwindling amount of transparency, as you put it in your article. Um, yeah. So, so what do you think? Well, I agree. I mean, it's hard to disagree with Brad. <laughs> um, but, you know, I certainly agree that, you know, we we lost the ability to target uh, by device. We now have modifiers just for mobile and we don't have anything for tablet. We're just stuck with, you know, bidding the same for desktop and tablet. We've never had control over what we bid for search partners. Um, we've temporarily lost control over our ad rotation settings, although Google gave that back after the hue and cry of the pay-per-click community. Um, but you know, now this move, now SEOs have been dealing with this for a while. Um, they took that away from SEO data back in, I believe it was August or September. Um, so the SEO world has been kind of reeling from this for a while, and now it's come to pay-per-click as well. So we have just less and less data to work with from Google on the front end. And um, some things that were considered best practices, such as including the search query on your dynamically generated landing page, are now not going to be possible. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's, uh, it's uh, a bit of a step backward um, you know, already the uh, the search query report from Bing Ads is superior to AdWords. Um, they just started reporting on um, search queries that produced zero uh, clicks or impressions. I can't remember which, but uh, more more search query information than Google has supplied. Uh, for me, there's nothing more maddening. Well, I guess there are a couple things more maddening, but this it's maddening to me that uh, in the AdWords search query report, the uh, there's a there's a line that says um, oh, I can't remember what it says. It uh, it basically tells you that the majority of clicks uh, are are not reported, uh, or the majority of search queries resulting in clicks are not reported for some reason, and. Uh, 
you know that that usually that's a a, a number that dwarfs the number of search queries that uh, Google displays. So uh, we know that there's a lot of information there that's not being uh, divulged, and now that we know there's uh, less information we can get through Google an Analytics, uh, it's uh, a tough pill to swallow, as you would say. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, again, we're, we're recording this on April 11th. Google has announced that, that there's a there's going to be a big um, announcement of new AdWords features on April 22nd, and I've seen speculation that um, this is part of that announcement. The uh, uh, AdWords not provided thing is is part of that announcement, and it's, it was just uh, announced, pre-announced because of the fact that it, it leaked so badly. Um, so stay tuned for the show that we do right after um, that April 22nd uh, announcement date. In fact, I'm going to pre-announce the guest because uh, it, it's going to be a, a great show. Um, Larry Kim, the founder and CTO of WordStream, will actually be on site at Google on April 22nd and uh, will be talking about what has been announced and what Larry and I think about it uh, in the show that airs on April 24th, just two days later. So, uh, listeners, you'll you'll want to set your clocks to 1 p.m. Eastern time on April 24th to hear that. Melissa, we had originally agreed to talk about uh, mobile PPC, and I know you have a lot to say and a lot of good advice on, on that topic. Um, why don't we pause for a few minutes to listen to some important messages from our sponsors and when we come back, we'll talk about mobile PPC. So listeners, uh, stay tuned and come on back. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Best search strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best search strategies. On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Melissa Mackey of Gyro and uh, also an habitué of PPC Chat, as I am on Twitter. Melissa, you've written about and spoken about the importance of mobile PPC and the growing importance uh, of PPC mobile PPC to AdWords and Bing Ads advertisers especially. Um, so help us understand the landscape and, and why mobile PPC is, has become so important so quickly. Sure. So, you know, mobile PPC has dovetailed with the increased use of mobile devices in general. Um, I saw a stat recently that 50% of all users globally go online exclusively with mobile. Um, wow. So... That Yeah, that is just really staggering <laughs> if you think about it. Um, you know, I think back to when I started doing pay-per-click in 2002, and I don't even think I had a cell phone then, and if I did, it certainly wasn't anything you could go online with. Um, right. So just in a really short period of time, here we are where half the world is only accessing the Internet via a mobile device. Um, so, you know, I think in the U.S., that's probably a little bit lower percentage. Um, there are some parts of the world where that's really the only, you know, they don't have laptops and things that they can access the web with. Um, but, you know, just thinking about that, even in the U.S., it's got to be close to 50% of people. And certainly the majority of people have a mobile device. I mean, I'm sitting here with a mobile phone, a laptop, a tablet, a Microsoft Surface, um, you know, all these devices are connected right now, so it's a little right. scary. Um, Me too. Yeah, yeah. Most of us in, in search certainly probably are that way. And, um, you know, but the fact of the matter is your prospects are in the same boat. So they may not have four or five devices enabled right now like we do, but they're, they're using mobile. So even in the B2B world, it, at Gyro, we specialize in business-to-business um, and a lot of our clients come to us and say, well, uh, you know, our customers really aren't on mobile. They, you know, they just aren't there yet. They're busy executives. They don't have time to play around with a mobile device. And the fact is that's just wrong. Um, you know, they are on mobile. Sometimes that's the only moment of peace they have is they're riding on the train to work in the morning and they're not in a meeting or not on a phone call and they're using their mobile device to search for solutions for their business. So if you're not there or if you're there with a poor experience, um, you're losing those people. Right. Absolutely. I've I've seen uh, in the uh, 
new clients that I've uh, taken on uh, some really amazing mobile usage statistics. I've, I've seen uh, accounts where the the mobile clicks and conversions uh, dwarf the desktop ones. So um, uh, help help our listeners understand how they can see the impact of mobile on their current campaigns or, or see data that can help them understand the potential there. Sure, sure. So you can look at this in a couple of different places. Right within AdWords or Bing, um, if you segment by device, so the, in AdWords there's a segment button where you can um, choose to slice and dice your data a lot of different ways, and one of the ways is by device, uh, and then it will break out your data in whatever view you're in. So if you're in campaigns, it'll break it out by campaign. If you're in ad groups, it'll break it out by ad group. Um, and you can see the percentage of traffic, as David mentioned, that's coming in from mobile versus uh, desktop. And it's also broken out by tablet, although we can't act on that data, but it's there. Um, within Bing, you can see that in the reports interface. Um, you can see the same data, so device information. You can also see it in your analytics package. Um, so you can go in, and, and usually there's a device option there where you can slice and dice. And, and if you have analytics set up with goals or um, e-commerce conversions, you can see how many people are actually converting from those sources. And it's usually, as David said, pretty staggering. Um, it tends to one run one extreme to the other. So I've seen, like David said, where it's most of your traffic and conversions. And I've seen where it's a lot of traffic and no conversions. And usually that's because you have a poor mobile experience. But that's how you can see um, the data in your accounts. And I know a lot of people probably don't even know that's there. Right. Well, you make a analytics because <clears throat> you can see data about mobile usage even if you're not directing ads to uh, mobile devices in your current PPC campaign. So um, you, you've talked about the mobile experience, which is so important. Well, in your opinion, what's the minimum uh, you know, acceptable mobile experience that uh, will keep, keep the uh, visitor engaged and hopefully converting? Yeah, that's a great question. So the, the um, kind of default answer that I hear from people is, well, let's just have responsive design. Mm -hmm. And responsive design just means that your site will resize to fit on a mobile device. That might be great or it might be horrible. Um, so I've seen responsive sites where, it sure, it shrinks everything into my phone, including all the ads that they have on the sidebar and all their tiny little drop-down menus. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's oftentimes a poor experience in, in mobile. And you have to think about what your users are, are going to your site for on a mobile device. So are you in the travel industry and people are looking to book or get flight times or things like that? Um, on your mobile site versus they'd be doing something completely different on the desktop. Or if you're asking people to fill out a form, this is a big pet peeve of mine. So you've got a form on your landing page, which you should if you're doing lead gen, but it's so tiny that my fat fingers can't even tap in the area to fill it out. And then right. I have to sit there and type on my phone. Um, collect the minimum amount of data from people or skip that entirely and just have a, a button where they can call you. Right. That's another good point. Um, so one piece of advice um, that I'd love for you to elaborate on is uh, if you can't, if the site owner can't afford 
to uh, at at the moment or when you know in the, in the foreseeable future can't afford to create a, a separate mobile site or even a responsive site. Uh, there are some capabilities within Google AdWords and Bing Ads that will let the advertiser um, still capitalize on mobile traffic, mobile searches. So um, talk about that for a few seconds. Sure. So there's a couple main ways that I usually recommend. Uh, one is using location extensions. Um, so there's many extensions available to advertisers. SiteLinks is probably the most well-known. Um, but there are also location extensions where you, um, you create your Google um, Maps listing, and then you link that to your AdWords account. And then your information, your address, your phone number <laughs> will all be brought into your AdWords ad via that extension. So you get extra lines of copy for nothing. And a lot of times that's all people wanted on mobile. They just want to know where's the closest Best Buy or Home Depot or whatever. Um, and if you've enabled that location extension, they can see that. They may not ever click, which is okay because they're going to come see you and buy something. So that's the first one. The second one is call extensions where you can have a phone number in your ad and it pops up a little button on a mobile device when, you're, when you have that extension enabled that says call with a phone icon, tap it, and it puts a call through to your company. Right. So, again, bypassing, they can still click on the ad and get to your website and same thing with location extensions. But oftentimes the action that they want to take is to either come see you or call you and they can do that right in that ad without having to navigate your site. Right. And uh, also, with call extensions, um, it's possible to set up a call extension um, that when the ad is displayed in the search results on a mobile device, uh, the only option is to make a phone call. In other words, yes. there's, there's not even an option to, to click through to a website. Uh, there's a, a call now button, and also uh, the, the very top line, the headline of the ad is uh, is is either the phone number or a line of text that will uh, dial the phone. So um, a good way for advertisers who don't have the resources to create a mobile-friendly site right away can still capitalize. Or advertisers, and a lot of B2B advertisers fall into this category, um, advertisers that uh, convert better uh, when they have the prospective client of theirs uh, on the phone. So they just prefer phone calls to uh, click-throughs to the website. Absolutely. Hey, um, Melissa, we've got to break again for some important sponsor messages. And when we get back, let's continue this conversation. Stay with us, listeners. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. And a pitch. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike, for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? 
Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. From Capitol Hill to the White House, the Courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Melissa Mackey talking about uh, mobile PPC. Uh, I, w- I wanted to mention an anecdote, and then uh, we'll, let's talk more about this. Uh, and the topic is web forms. And uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, uh, the fat fingers of, of many adults uh, can't fill out lots of web forms that are poorly designed for the mobile experience. Uh, I recently did an audit for a client and found that the majority of conversions were coming from mobile, and those conversions uh, required uh, the, the the customer to fill out a form, enter their credit card information, and uh, fortunately the form was was uh, displayed well on the, on a mobile phone, so it wasn't uh, tiny print and tiny fields. But still, I was I was amazed that uh, the majority of conversions were coming from people that were filling out that tiny form and uh, or not tiny but complex it was actually a three-step process and uh, I realized that uh, this was a product that was bought mainly by young people like teenagers through college age and I think there's a generalization that one can make that is uh, the younger the target audience the more likely it is that they will number one be in that population that accesses the internet through their mobile device frequently and number two uh, they can really type fast with their thumbs, and they're used to uh, to doing so while text text messaging and so on. So let's talk a little bit about uh, form design for uh, for B two B PPC, Melissa. Sure, sure. And just to echo on your point about younger people, I have two 17-year-olds in my house, and uh-huh. you're absolutely right. It's amazing how quickly they can <laughs> and how willing they are to do it. You know, I'll look yep. at something and say, "Forget this," and they're like, "Oh, no problem," and you know. So anyway, it's, it's there's definitely 
age uh, age differences. But as far as B2B goes, um, you know, first of all, you need to make sure that what you're offering is something of value. So, you know, a white paper, a, you know, even a trial that they can register for, um, you know, something that's valuable to them or something that's really exclusive and then make it easy for them. Um, we usually recommend just name and email address if you can get away with it on the right. mobile form. And, and then you can send them their white paper, say, thank you, David Zatella, for registering for my white paper. Here it is. And then in that email that you send them, you can do whatever you want um, because a lot of emails are set up where there's a one-click response or things like that. Um, so even yeah. if the person's reading email on a mobile, it's, it's easier to, to respond to that. And then you've got their information. Um, so, you know, getting that initial lead via mobile, it's really, really important. And the shorter you can make the form, the easier you can make it, um, you know, that's really going to be your success point. Good point. And uh, those those of you listening who are uh, PPC managers in a marketing department, uh, it's important to, let's say, politely fight sales on this point and, uh, you know, basically say we only need to or we should only include or expect the, the minimum amount of information because these are tiny forms that appear on a mobile phone and uh, the response rate will definitely go down with each field. So, uh, Melissa, in the remaining minutes here, uh, what other uh, tips or advice do you have for mobile PPC advertisers? Well, again, you know, first of all, look at the data separately. Um, you know, make sure that you understand as much as you can about your mobile visitors and what it is that they're trying to do. Um, and then think about the experience that you're giving to them on a mobile device. And especially when it comes to a smartphone, you know, usually a tablet, I, I hate to say it, but... A lot of times the experience on a tablet is is a little bit more similar to a desktop computer as far as filling out forms and things like that goes. Um, you don't get the fat fingers and things, although I still argue it's not the same. Um, but at least that experience is similar. Um, and, and then, you know, again, keep your forms very simple. Test it. So if your client is balking at that, and I deal with this all the time, where they, you know, they've got Salesforce set up and it's got all these fields and they say, well, we need all these fields to create a lead. Well, let's test it and see if we can maybe come up with a two-step process and ultimately get more leads into the system if we can make it easy for people on mobile. So that's a great test to do. Right. Um, and that's really, honestly, uh, good advice for anything. You know, test the extensions that I recommended. Don't just blindly. It's a little tricky to actually set up a split test, but, you know, put it in market and see what happens. Um, right. You can always do that. And, uh, you know, test your keywords, test your ad copy. You can set up mobile preferred ads. It doesn't guarantee they'll always show on mobile versus your desktop ads, but it's, it's a pretty good way to do it. Um, test that. You know, always be testing. Absolutely. Good advice. You know, I, th I think uh, the uh, April 22nd announcement, no matter what it is, is going to underscore the fact that uh, mobile mobile is important and uh, that Google understands that even when the conversion doesn't happen on the mobile device, uh, a mobile device is frequently in the chain of events that leads to the conversion. So um, I'm hoping that... Uh, some of the rumors are true, and cross-device conversion tracking will start to um, uh, become 
possible and, and, and commonplace eventually. Uh, I'm reminded of a quote from Eric Schmidt when he was CEO of Google when he was asked about mobile advertising. And he said, well, eventually all advertising is going to be mobile. And he, he, was, he was not being flip. He was really saying um, that uh, the, the phenomenon that you described, Melissa, where uh, a large percentage of people will start or, or will use their mobile device for Internet uh, exclusively or mainly uh, will be more true over time. Couldn't agree more. I, I think that's the way we're going. Well, uh, we've got to start to wrap to the finish here. Um, how should people get in touch with you if they want to, uh, if they want to employ you? Um, Yes, so there are multiple ways you can find me. Um, You can email me, melissa.mackey, that's M-E-L-I-S-S-A dot M-A-C-K-E-Y at gyro, G-Y-R-O dot com. Um, You'll find me on Twitter at Mel66. I'm usually there. (laughs) Um, Or, yeah, or over (laughs) at my blog. You you know, right? Absolutely. A a friendly face all day, every day. Yes, yes, I try to try to be there. And my blog also, beyondthepaid.com. You can read some of my musing and rants over there. There you go. Well, thank you, Melissa. This has been great, and uh, I have a feeling our listeners are going to be very familiar with you because I'd like to have you back. Oh, awesome. I would love to be back. Thank you, David, for having me. No problem. And listeners, uh, that's it for now. Um, We've got uh, some great shows coming up, so come back uh, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time uh, or download the podcasts, and we will keep bringing you some great PPC rock stars. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.